This is the Cherry Leaf Podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Cherry Leaf Podcast. In this episode, we're going to look at salaries for technical authors. So ways in which you can look to see if you are being paid the going rate or more than the going rate or less. And this episode is brought to you by Cherry Leaf's specialist contract and recruitment service, which is a service that provides contract and recruitment services to help organisations place technical authors and other specialist writing roles. So this episode, we're going to go through some of the places you can go to to look at what salaries are being advertised at the moment. It's going to have more of a UK orientation, but there may be certain techniques or websites that are relevant elsewhere. So you're a technical author, you may be working alone, you might not have other colleagues around you doing the job. You've been doing the job for a number of years and you might wonder whether your salary is fair, is it's up to date, whether it's representative of what's available elsewhere. So how can you find out the information to assess that? Well, the first place probably to go would be the professional bodies. So in the USA, that's the STC, the Society for Technical Communication. Germany, it's TACOM. And in the UK, it's the ISTC, the Institute for Technical Communicators. And certainly for the STC and for the ISTC, they do surveys of members and questions in those surveys relating to salaries. And those surveys are analysed and then there are reports that are published for the members of those societies. So that's a good place to start, is to become a member of those societies and download the reports on the salaries that the members are earning. Now one aspect that's also worth looking at is whether the amount of vacancies and the amount of people who are in the profession as what we call technical authors in the UK and technical writers in the States, whether the numbers are going up or not. Now in the States and in some of the countries around Europe, there is a distinct employment code, SIC code, or I think they're called SOC codes in the UK, specifically for technical authors or technical writers. And in places like Bulgaria and the States, there is data produced by the employment departments within government on the amount of people employed as technical authors and sometimes the number of vacancies as well. So you can balance the salaries on offer with the amount of people there are. So if there's fewer technical authors around, then you can argue that it's a, a skill that where there's fewer people available and that supply and demand aspect might be a way of arguing for more salary. Unfortunately, in the United Kingdom, there isn't a separate employment code for technical authors. There's just a catch-all for writers. So this option isn't available if you're based in the UK. Another place that has knowledge of the going rates for vacancies 
is of course the specialist recruitment agencies, companies like Cherryleaf. And when companies come to us with a vacancy that they want to fill, we'll get a job description from them and often an indication of the salary that they want to offer. And if it's a bit too low, then we will indicate that to them that they'll probably struggle to find somebody for the role because the salary is just really not up with the current trends. Okay, so where else can we go to find that information that's available? So let's have a look at some websites that we can go to to see what's available. And one that is probably the starting point is a website called itjobswatch.co.uk. And what this does is it collects statistics on the salaries that are advertised in the specialist IT sector in the specialist press and on websites for different professions. One of which is for technical author. And you can go to the site and type in technical author and you'll get a range of different statistics. And it splits it between permanent IT roles and contract IT roles. So it will tell you how many jobs there have been in the last six months and in the same period the year before and the year before that for a particular job role. It also compares the number of vacancies to the overall IT job market as well, whether it's a role within IT that's growing or shrinking. It also provides some information on the median average salary and also the 10th percentile, i.e. the bottom 10% and the 90th percentile. And you can search this for the whole of the UK or you can search by specific cities. So you can do a search on what the going salary is for London, for Cambridge, for other places. Now, generally, the jobs in the South East and London tend to be more higher paid than the jobs further away from London. And then we get hotspots like Cambridge. So at the time of recording, which is August 2019, for the sixth month period to the middle of August, the UK median annual salary was 42,500. And in the same period in 2018, it was 45,000. And in the same period 2017, it was 47,000. So based on those for the advertised salaries, the salary rate offered has actually gone down, gone down by 16%. Now, with all of these things, there's the issue of lies, damn lies and statistics. And with these, the sample sizes can be quite small. This site, for the first figure for the last six months, there's been 118 vacancies advertised for 2018, 305 and 2017, 250. And as a percentage of all of the vacancies advertised in IT, it's now between 0.1 and 0.2%. So one in a thousand or two in a thousand vacancies within IT are for a technical author. But also we can see there's quite a range that the lowest salaries UK wide was 31,000 and the higher range was 62,000. Now, if we change that to say London, and let's type that in here, we have 50 vacancies in the last six months 
and the median salary for London goes up. It's 55,000 for the last six months. Same period in 2018, 46,500. Same period in 2017, 50,000. So for London, the salaries have increased. They've increased by 18% compared to the year before. And the range within London, the lowest 10 percentile is 31,000 and the 90th percentile is 65,000. So the upper and lower limits are roughly the same as of their UK-wide, but the, the median, the av one of the averages that you can assess something for is higher than elsewhere. It also has graphs, histograms showing things. So you tend to get some jobs towards the lower end, and that can be often entry-level jobs. And then a bunch of jobs at the higher end, which can be with specific specialist domain skills or people with managerial obligations or so on. Now, it should be that the job roles are roughly the same if it's for all technical authors. They do also have statistics for junior technical author and for senior technical author. So that should separate the different roles where experience is a factor. It also has statistics on the skill set, the types of things that people are looking for in the job adverts. So for the ones in London for the last six months, a lot of the vacancies have been for people with Confluence skills and with Python and JavaScript and content management and banking and Git. We can see from that a suggestion that they might be more API related type documentation or roles which require people to write documentation for developers. So if I go back and look at the skill set for the keywords for the UK in general, Python's still there, that's um, there, but also HTML, JavaScript again, analytical skills, agile. So you can get an indication of the type of skills that are in demand or skills that if you want to improve your attractiveness within the marketplace, skills that you might need to acquire. ITjobswatch.co.uk is a good site to get an indication of trends, salaries, amount of jobs advertised, the skill set that people are looking for. There's also some guidance we can get from some of the larger jobs boards that are out there. For example, sites like Read and Monster. So Monster has a salary calculator on its website under the career advice section, salary calculator they call it. You can put in the job title and you can put in a location and you can hit calculate. And if you sign up to Monster, you can get a report on the salary and more detailed information if you wish. If you don't want to sign up, you can just get the basic information of what the median salary is based on people that are completing the survey on Monster and a lower 10% range and a higher 10% range. Now the figures on Monster are in dollars, even though it's for the UK. So if we go for London, the median salary, according to Monster, is $63,000. So let's have a look at what that is in pounds. 51,970 pounds that equates to. If we look at the average for Cambridge, according to Monster, it's $56,000 or £46,000 with a lower range of 39000 and a higher range of eighty-seven. So according to the Monster figures, the salaries in Cambridge are 
lower than in the UK by about £6,000. What it doesn't show on this is the amount of people in the sample size that's giving you the information that's there. The Monster site also has information on things you can do to ask for a pay rise. So another site, another mainstream one that's popular in the United Kingdom is Read and the read.co.uk site. So let's have a look at the Read Salary Checker. So if you search on average salaries, it's a page and you can put in a job title. So we'll just again run with technical author and we'll put in London. Let's see what that comes up with, London. So with the Read survey, it is looking at, and also true for the Monster one, it's looking at technical authors in all industry sectors. So engineering as well as IT. Now the Read Salary Checker can produce or has produced when we've looked some rather strange results. So the way that that is calculated on Read is from the jobs that are currently live on read.uk. But what the Read Salary Checker does is it amalgamates the permanent vacancies with the contract vacancies. So if there's a vacancy for somebody earning 300, 400 pounds a day for a month, then what they do is they calculate that as an annual salary, as if that person were able to work every day, every working day of the year. So you get some rather skewed results. The average salary according to Reed in London is 91,000 pounds. And that's based on two vacancies. And if you actually look at the vacancies, they range from 52,500 to 130,000, but they are actually contract roles for a API writer in central London being one of them. So if you want to get a sense from Reed, and Reed is a very popular large site of what the rates are, you might need to go in and do a search for technical author filter by permanent and actually do the statistical analysis yourself. Just jot them down in a spreadsheet and come up with an average figure that way. So a very large figure, according to Reed, based on few vacancies for London. Let's go back to Cambridge as well, see if it's, there's a similar skew in things there. So I'm going to type in technical author, technical author. There we go, and Cambridge. Cambridge, and check salary. So according to this, the average salary in Cambridge is 40,000. And again, that's based on a very small sample size of three jobs. One of which again is a contractor. Another one is an information developer, remote working contractor, and technical service manager, which really isn't a technical author. I don't know why that's in there. One more site I almost forgot, and that is indeed.co.uk. They also have a salary checker. They say they have data on over 600 million salaries. And so you can type in as the job title, technical author. And what it will do is it will change it actually to technical writer. Again, there's different options for senior technical writer and junior technical writer. And it will provide data for the United Kingdom you can narrow down to London as well, or to Cambridge. 
And I think you can pick different countries. No, it's uh, just the United Kingdom for the indeed.co.uk site. What they do is they have salary estimates from employees, past and present job advertisements on Indeed in the past 36 months. This is going back then to 2016. So 2016 to 2019, the average for there. For London, they say 45,000. Lowest range being 15,000, the highest range at 91,000. Says here, the average salary for a technical writer is 45,000 per year in London, which is 28% above the national average. Salary estimates are based on 278 salaries submitted anonymously to Indeed by technical writer employees, users, and collected from past and present job advertisements on Indeed in the past 36 months. The typical tenure for a technical writer is one to three years. Now the average for the United Kingdom overall they say is £35,463, and that is based on 1,267 data points. So we did London, we did national average, and in the other ones we did Cambridge. So let's do Cambridge also. What they say is the average for Cambridge is 41435 Bottom range, 11,000. Upper range, 89,000. Cambridge, it's 17% above the national average. Salary estimate based on 55 salaries over the last 36 months. So quite a small sample size. Now with sites like Read and also with Monster, you'll have different companies, agencies that have been engaged to fill a particular vacancy. So you can look at a vacancy and you can see the one underneath and it can look suspiciously the same. And that is, it's the same vacancy, it's just different agencies advertising it. So again, that can skew the statistics and the analysis. If you've got one company advertising at a very high rate, and it's with lots of agencies, that can skew the figures. Now, if all of these numbers are making you feel a little bit depressed and thinking that your salary is lower than those averages or lower than the vacancies, if you go to the jobs boards and look at what's advertised, do bear in mind that to get somebody to move from a good job to another job, there needs to be an incentive. There needs to be a reason for them to move. Now, it might be that they're just miserable, they fancy a change, that side of things. But if they're quite happy in the job and you want that really good person for your organisation, then you're going to generally need to give them an encouragement by offering a salary that's higher than they have today. With the vacancies and with the, the job rates advertised, it can be that they are slightly higher than the going rate for people that have been in a job for quite a while. And of course, there may be an inducement at a certain job range, and that's the upper level. And then when it comes to job interview and job offer, there's a negotiation and the rate might be a little bit lower. So the rates advertised and the rates that people have can differ. This is why the surveys by the professional bodies, the STC, the ISTC and so on, are also worth bearing in mind. We've done surveys in the past, salary surveys. This might be a prompt for us to, to get around to doing another one. We haven't done one for a while. Um, but there are some of the, again, specialist agencies that will do those types of surveys and make them available. That's really it for this episode. If you want to know 
what the salaries are that are out there, IT Jobs Watch, the salary checkers on the big main boards, the professional bodies, talking to the specialist recruitment agencies. Those are probably the most effective ways that you can do just to check what rates are there, where you fall within that. But yeah, let me know if what you think of this, whether those figures sound right or whether they sound a little bit strange to you. Also, let us know if you'd like more information about salaries as and when. And if you do have vacancies for technical authors, our specialist agency helps find the right candidates and can give you advice on what sort of salary to advertise your role for. Contact details, info at cherryleaf.com, information about cherryleaf, cherryleaf.com. And that's it for now. Thank you and thank you. And what else do I need to say at the end? Thank you for listening. Listen again, the next one. Oh, you can rate us on iTunes. That would be wonderful so other people can find us. No, I think that's about it. Thank you.